1: Joining me right now is somebody who's covered the Texans since they, since they became a team and someone who's covered the NFL for the better part of four decades, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, really appreciate you making time on a Sunday again, my friend. How are you?
2: I'm great, Sean. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Yeah,
1: so John, you were you were on that Zoom call yesterday, and and you of course have been following this story and reporting on this story from the time that the two sides have been talking. I guess just before we get into the nuts and bolts and the detail of it, just your reaction to uh, the not only the news yesterday, but just the way that everything was executed in terms of um, you know Deshaun Watson accepting that contract and getting the congratulations from everybody that, that really has been a big part of his life.
2: Yes, it was, and it came down exactly like we've been predicting, almost $40 million a year average, four-year extension. At one point, Watson wanted three, so he's tied up through 2025. They wanted to get it done before the season started, and they did. Texans now have re-signed four key players, Whitney Merciless, Larry Tunsil, uh, uh, Zach Cunningham, and now Watson, and that sends a message to their other players. If you're a good teammate, you're a good guy, you work hard, you produce, you got a chance for a Financial windfall, and Watson certainly did. That Zoom call yesterday in which they brought on Debo Sweeney, Justin Verlander, his buddy, his high school coach, Michael Perry, a kid he met through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Of course, his mother and his family back home in Gainesville, Georgia, and he cried like a baby and couldn't talk. I mean, it was so emotional. I remember when Arian Foster signed an extension, and we were asking him about his we ask him about his family and his mother specifically he started crying people love to see guys in that situation be so humble that they can't control their emotions i think it is great
1: especially guys like that john cuz i think arian i think arian and deshaun are, are very similar from the standpoint of publicly they're both pretty cool customers you know and they're guys who i think uh you know don't Publicly let the emotions get the best of them, good or bad. Um, you know, for Arian up to that point, you know, he was three years in and Deshaun's three years in. And I think that's what's so jarring about something like that is that Deshaun is a guy who doesn't really get rattled in any situation. I'm not saying he got rattled yesterday, but he, he doesn't. He's not a guy who wears emotions on his sleeve necessarily. It, it's. I thought
2: it was really cool seeing that. I'll say he got rattled yesterday right there on Zoom and he did get rattled by the. The impact yeah. of the moment, and I don't know about you, Sean. Somebody gives me a four-year contract <laughs> and 156000000 million, I'm going to cry like a baby, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, you touched on something there that I, I think is interesting. You mentioned the Texans and them rewarding not just Deshaun, but Laramie Tunsell, Whitney Merciless um uh Zach Cunningham you know I'll go back as far as Nick Martin early in the season last year their center all guys who've gotten not only paid but paid pretty handsomely near top of the market for each of their positions how much harder does it come for Bill O'Brien to be able to to do that and promise that to guys now that they're paying Laramie Tunsil and Deshaun Watson these massive deals
2: well, especially with the contract, with the salary cap going to go down, but it's going to go way up after that when that new network television contract kicks in. They get 296 million per team now. There's talk that they could even double it with the network TV deal. ABC may come back uh, the streaming rights, and so they'll be at the cap will go up, and they'll be able to pay their players. Everybody doesn't get paid, but that it sends a good message. A long time ago, an Oilers general manager told me, if you're going to overpay, overpay your players. Don't overpay players who come from other teams. That's not the message you want to send.
1: John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio. So, John, that's an interesting segue into a team that you also, I know, cover pretty closely, and you do a lot of radio in Nashville, and you've you covered every snap of the first five years of Jadeveon Clowney's career. That was obviously a guy that the Texans didn't feel similarly about, that they do about Watson and Tunsell and so forth. That was a guy that they traded away after putting on the franchise tag. What are your thoughts about Clowney landing in Tennessee with Mike Vrabel?
2: They wanted to re-sign Clowney here. They made an effort. They made offers. They just didn't want to give him over $100 million. And so he's gotten 15 and 12 and a chance to make 15 this year, and they're not franchising him so if it doesn't work out in Tennessee, he'll be on his fourth team in four years. That's not a good way to be getting $100 million. And so I think it's great. I want to see Clowney. I've been tweeting about this for the last few days. Clowney versus Laramie Tunsell twice a year. Get the popcorn ready because mm. I think that will be tremendous. Now, it didn't surprise me that he waited till now to sign. He didn't have to go through training camp and the big checks kick in. And he's been working out in Houston with Danny Arnold, who you know very well. Danny's been training and putting him through all these drills. And he's been putting out videos showing how healthy clown he is and he's ready to go. And unlike if he had gone to New Orleans, he'd had to learn a new system, new coaches. And new terminology goes to Nashville, where he knows the head coach and some of the assistant coaches knows the system and the terminology. So it shouldn't take him very long, being the athletic freak that he is, to get ready to be disruptive. Great run player and good rushing to passer. John, you, you, uh, it's
1: interesting because you just said you know Clowney is going to make you know twelve. 12- up to 15 million this year. So it sounds weird to say this for a guy who just signed paperwork to make nearly 15 million dollars this coming year, and yet, as you alluded to, the Texans made him a a pretty competitive offer years ago for multiple years that would have been big money. I think probably bigger than 15 million a year. And I guess so. When I say this question, it's going to sound weird because Clowney obviously is going to make a ton of money this year compared to the average Joe. But where did where did it go wrong in the decision making? For Clowney, where did it go so wrong in misreading the market? Was that Clowney who misread it? Was it his agent, Bus Cook? Um, you know, was or is the coronavirus in part to blame for some of this because he hit free agency when teams couldn't look at him? What's what's your read on that whole situation?
2: He also had an injury hampered year in Seattle in which he had one great game on national TV in a victory at San Francisco, and he had three sacks. That's not what you want out of a guy you're gonna pay. Now, he was injured. He had surgery after the season. He couldn't go around and work out for teams and get physicals. So timing, of course, but he's going to have to become a better pass rusher, get double-digit sacks for the first time in his career if he wants a chance to make the kind of money the pass rushers make.
1: John McLean joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, how much are you looking forward to this Thursday, Mahomes and Watson? This is, uh, you know, this is shaping up to be the the two young quarterbacks that are going to be carrying the torch for the next several
2: years. I figured up if they both max out on their contracts, eleven years for Mahomes and six for Watson, that'll be six hundred seventy seven million. Wow! But they're not going to max out because both of them will have them redone. I'm writing a column right now that. Watson's will get redone in four years. Mahomes, that eleven-year deal will probably be redone at least twice. These guys want to play into their forties now, and who's to say they can't? If Brady and Breeze are, and Rodgers and Roethlisberger and Rivers all are approaching it, so I think someday they'll look back at these contracts and say, "What? You only made an average of forty-five and thirty-nine million a year, man? What that? What was wrong?" it's going to be fun. It's going to be weird. Uh, I asked Andy Reid today about the Sea of Red having so few fans. He said, well, it'll be low tide. And that's (laughs) going to be strange seeing Kansas City with that many fans. They haven't had those kind of crowds since Carl Peterson and Marty Schottenheimer got there to save the franchise from being one of the worst in the league. So I'm pumped up to see Arrowhead Stadium where I've been many times And to see the quarterbacks and the two teams, the defending Super Bowl champions, and I know you said that over under on the Texans, seven and a half, only once in Bill O'Brien's six years have they not won at least nine games, 11 and 10 the last two years. And the one year they did in 2017, he had 23 players on injured reserve, including 13 starters, including Watson. So I would certainly take the over. If they don't hit the over, it's because they've had a lot of injuries. Yeah,
1: I would think so, too. I think, you know, Watson is a guy whose floor is a 500 football team. You could have the worst team around him. I think he, he still drags a team to 8-8, eight and eight, kicking and screaming. John McClain, the great John McClain, at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. John, great insight as always. Look forward to talking with you uh, during the week. Football is here.
2: Sean, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much as always, and stay safe.